Hello, Cryptonauts, and welcome back to another episode of Cryptocurrency Chat. On today's podcast, we have Jake Jabberly and Cryptonaut Mike. We're going to talk about the top 10 daily stats, as well as your crypto news of the day. I'm your host, Blockchain John. All right, Cryptonauts, welcome back. First reminder, we do have a Discord channel available for Cryptocurrency Chat, in which I will leave a link in the description below. Also, we are using Decrypt.co to get our daily news, as well as CoinGecko.com to get our daily stats. With that said, let's get started with your top 10 cryptocurrencies by market cap. With Bitcoin in number one, with settling at $52,796.56 with a 0.4% gain. Second place, Ethereum settling at $1,626.77 with a 2.4% gain. Number three, Tether settling at $1.01 with a 0.2% gain. Fourth place, Binance Coin settling at $243.43 with a 1% loss. Fifth place, Cardano settling at $1.13 with a 0.2% gain. Sixth place, Polkadot settling at $30.73 with a 0.5% loss. 7th place, XRP, settling at $0.53 cents with an 8.6% gain. 8th place, Uniswap, settling at $27.25 with a 0.7% loss. 9th uh, place, wow, 9th place really. Theta Network, settling at $13.15 with a 7.9% gain. And 10th place, Litecoin, settling at $176.09 with a 0.5% loss. Alright, your overall total market cap is at one percent 686 trillion dollars up by 1.5 percent all right cryptonauts let's get ready for the crypto news of the day all right cryptonauts welcome back welcome back today we're going to get started with the crypto news of the day from decrypt.co I have my co-host, Jake Jabrelli, and Cryptonaut Mike. How's it going, guys? Pretty good. Pretty good. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and get started with the crypto news of the day. We're going to start off with the top. Obama, Obama hopes hope poster artist Shepard Ferry selling NFT. Written by Will Gottingen. Uh, Shepard Ferry... The artist behind former President Barack Obama's iconic Hope campaign poster is selling an NFT. It's attached to a digital image called Obey Ideal Power and is set to be auctioned off on the NFT marketplace Super Rare. As blockchain utopians and art world gifters have shoveled cold into the engine of NFT hype, creators of all kinds have been jumping aboard auctioning, auctioning off gifts and audio files for huge amounts of money. All right. Any commentaries on that? Yeah, this is that thing that's happening right now, right? Except this is just regarding uh, somebody more prominent with their art, uh, you know, talking about for this image that's here at the top I'm showing on the video um, for those who are watching the video. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a neat, it's a neat image. Um, it'll be interesting to look. I didn't check. Did you check, Mike, to see how much it's going for right now or, or John? I did not. But uh yeah, it's the friends, right? Actually, Everybody's doing it. Let me scroll down a bit. Maybe it says down here. Let's see what he's selling for. Um, it doesn't say. Oh, hold on. 
uh, how do I know NFTs aren't just a vehicle for money laundering? And wait, the JPEG I just bought for $69 million doesn't actually live forever on the blockchain? Question mark. What? How interesting. Yeah. What does this mean? So As some... skepticism mounts, artists have been packed. Go ahead. I was going to say some NFTs, the metadata is linked to the website that made it. So if that website ever, you know, goes dark for any reason, that NFT is now less valuable. Yeah, unlike you can't Raven access the metadata. Yeah, they didn't put yeah. it on IPFS. They should be putting it on IPFS, not putting it on the website. Right. So if I thought if you owned the NFT, you can move it to your own decentralized uh, wallet. Right, but it's uh the content, like the 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 contract of it that says what the metadata is for some of these websites that are minting NFTs, they're putting the content or the metadata as a link for the website. Yep. Okay. So don't buy from those companies. Only buy from legit IPFS or otherwise <laughs> associated uh, NFT sites. Just because it's on the Central phrase doesn't mean you should be doing it. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely do your due diligence. If whenever everyone else jumps uh -huh. off a cliff with an NFT, does that mean you need All to? All right, next news <laughs> written by Matthew. Oh, John, are you still there? John. All right, here we go. All right. Yep, ready? Next news. Go ahead. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. Goldman Sachs applies for a Bitcoin-related uh, investment product. Goldman Sachs, one of the world's biggest banks, has filed an application to the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission for an investment product that could expose clients indirectly to Bitcoin. The SEC filing, which details a linked note, an income-producing produ uh, product tied to a security or a basket of securities like an, like an ETF, says that investors could be exposed to disruptive innovation. As the linked note tracks ARK Innovation, an exchange-traded fund, ETF, that is invested in the Grayscale Bitcoin Investment Trust Grayscale, investors could be exposed to the biggest digital asset, but not directly. Good thing. It's kind of strange. Uh, I guess, all right, the example I gave me was when I went to my bank with my cryptocurrency company and tried to give them money and said, you know, the rest of my money will be coming from crypto. And they said, please no, please no, please no. It It's still a... To a degree, you know, a finance sector, a money sector that traditional finance doesn't like. And so in the sense that what Goldman Sachs is doing here is they probably are deliberately exposing people to um, to this kind of thing. But I don't think everybody wants to have anything to do with it. So it's hard to know for. Sure. I think it's a good thing. But then, but then again, I'm kind of, I'm kind of shilling crypto here because I, I mean, I, I like crypto, so I think if anybody is exposed to it, in my opinion, it's a good thing. Yeah. Well, maybe it, I mean, it, it helps people become more aware of it. So how can that be bad? Well, maybe they're just not ready for it. But maybe we're gonna have to drag them kicking and screaming. <laughs> All right, next news written by Will Gottsengen. Fidelity wants to launch its own Bitcoin ETF. Fidelity, one of the largest financial institutions in the world, is seeking approval from the U.S. Security and Exchange Commission to launch a Bitcoin ETF, according to new filings with the SEC. The exchange-traded fund, which would allow retail investors to bet on the price of Bitcoin without the need to buy and store the cryptocurrency themselves, would be registered 
as the Wise Origin Bitcoin Trust Fidelity's uh, service company incorporated would serve as the administrator and Fidelity Digital Asset would custody the physical Bitcoin underlying the ETF should it be approved. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> I don't have a lot of input because I don't trade ETFs, but uh, um, I almost feel like it's like saying, oh, there it is. Go for it. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of want to backtrack on this. What I said about Goldman Sachs and, and with Fidelity and Association, I think uh, these are mega corporations, conglomerates that are just trying to shill crypto, but not necessarily giving it to the customers. Right? They're shilling a right. number within their portfolio, saying that they have exposure, but in reality, these guys they don't they don't actually have nodes. Heck. The people that they associate with don't even hold those nodes. No, Actually, they, they hold. Uh, they have. Go ahead, Mike. Fidelity's been Fidelity's been mining Bitcoin since 2014. <laughs> oh, really? I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fun fact. On what? Where? I went to a, a Ravencoin meetup uh, a couple of years ago, and there was an executive giving a presentation at Fidelity, and he had said that they've been mining since 2014. Like Fidelity Mining Company, or is it like a third-party company that they are probably, uh, associated with? Probably solo mining with a bunch of their own hardware. I, I would guess. All, all I can tell you is he was an was an executive at Fidelity and was talking about Fidelity doing that in-house. Mm. Wow, that's pretty cool. But Goldman Sachs, on the other hand, has had a long history of saying Bitcoin's a scam and. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. shouldn't buy Bitcoin. <laughs> it's it's very uh, kind of funny that they've now had this total 180. Oh, it's just, just they can't fight the tide anymore. Yeah, but they've been poo-pooing it all this time going, no, it's bad, it's bad, no, it's bad, stop buying. And they're in the background buying but, gobs of it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. All right, next news written by Andrew Hayward. Mark Cuban, Joe Lubin invest in new NFT social platform Nifties. Nifties, a new social media platform focused around the surging world of crypto art collectibles sold as NFTs, announced its launch on Tuesday with pre-seed funding from a handful of well-known investors. Billionaire tech investor and Dallas, and Dallas Mavericks team owner Mark Cuban leads the list alongside Ethereum co-founder and consensus CEO Joseph, uh, Joseph Lubin, DeFi investor and NFT wealth uh, collector 0xB1, also participated in the pre-seed round, along with Tim Draper's Draper Dragon, Polychain, Liberty City Ventures, and Twitter co-founder Biz Stone's Future Positive. Nifty's is a he is headed up by co-founder and CEO Jeff Marsilio, who was who was last the senior vice president of New Media with the NBA. In that role, he led the Basketball League's digital licensing business, which included the creation of Crypto Collectibles Experience NBA Top Shot with Dapper Labs. Top Shot has been one of the leading uh, beneficiaries. Beneficiaries. I can't say it. Beneficiaries. Can you guys say that Beneficial. word? Beneficiaries. Beneficiaries. Of the recent NFT boom. All right. English is your first language, right? <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, it's neat to see. Mark, what, Mark uh, Cuban. Mark Cuban is is 
Mark Cuban is just dominating crypto, man. That guy is full into crypto, man. NFTs all the way for that guy. Yeah, definitely a. Uh, he's he's not shy about it, and he's not shy about investing, anyways. Um, but it is neat to see they're pulling along. Um, uh, Jeff um, Marcilio, you know, as I said, um, from NBA Top Shot. That's obviously making gobs and gobs of money for them. Like, is it? I, I question whether or not this is just another way for certain multi-billionaires to just become more wealthy. <laughs> I was gonna say more billionaires. Well, yeah, wealthy <laughs> and stay stay in the limelight. You know. Yeah. Yeah. The more the more so, attention. We, Mark Cuban is no no uh, stranger to attention. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So earlier when you were talking about um, NFTs making their metadata the website, Nifty is definitely <laughs> definitely the, the case study for that one. I'm looking at it right now. Nice. So if Nifty goes down, those NFTs are a lot less valuable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So this is another one to avoid, you're saying? Um... I'm just saying Nifty doesn't set up their metadata the best way possible for the long term of their customers. You could say that they're kind of faking it till they might make it. I mean, you know, it's all fake. It's, no, very, no it's a very Mark Cuban thing to do. Eee, there you go. So, <laughs> so it's one of those things that kind of still boggles my mind. Now, if you're, I'm assuming the majority of people are using MetaMask to purchase these NFTs. Now, obviously, when you purchase the NFT using your MetaMask, you're going to have that NFT stored on your MetaMask account, which means that you, you're the full custodian holder of that NFT. And so what if a, a, if a website or a company goes bankrupt, you still hold that NFT uh, 100%. Yeah, but I mean, you could look at it from the same way right, but that you... uh, Google does it with their the stuff that they do. Because it's like, well, is you know, if you bought this thing, you have a license to it for the blockchain you know, purchase that you made. But if you don't have the content, do you really have anything? Yeah, I mean, you, you could have the token in your MetaMask, but if you go to click the token and check out the metadata, it gives you a 404. That yeah. would uh, be quite upsetting for a lot of buyers. Yep. And how do you change that? Because you have to change the metadata in the blockchain, which has already been set. How do you change it? How do you go back and change it? You have to, you have to make a new new contract. <laughs> I, I know, but, but you have to like recreate, like, you know, like with um, what they called uh, URL shorteners, would you have to take that URL and point it somewhere else? I don't know. So, I yeah. think the best way to go about it would be making an they, entirely they, new. Contract. They need to change. But... If they're doing it wrong now, they can always change it in the future, and hopefully, of course, the company doesn't disappear. But you know, obviously, Mark Mark Cuban doesn't think he's going to be ending this venture anytime soon. I'm I'm certain of that. But still. You know. All right. Next news, written by Adriana Hamacher. What seven banks have said about Bitcoin? Bitcoin is now the world's third third largest crypto uh, third largest currency, according to a report by Do Deutsche Bank. Deutsche Bank. And with the cryptocurrencies, huh? It's Deutsche. Deutsche Bank. Yep. And with the cryptocurrency soaring seven hundred and fifty percent to reach sixty thousand dollars this month, and a market cap in excess of one trillion dollars. I'm currently holding my pinky up to my mouth. <laughs> Doctor Evil. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's becoming too big for the banks to ignore, but there's little consensus among the big investment banks as to whether the asset class is a long-term value proposition or even whether it's a proposition at all. U.S. Federal Reserve Chair Jay Powell 
has said that crypto assets are more for speculation than for payments. Many banks agree, but sometimes their actions speak louder than their words. Here's how the banks stack up on their own uh, on their views on Bitcoin. Uh, it's one, two, three, four, five. I'm not gonna go through all these. All seven. There's of them. a button. Yeah, there's seven of them. I can just pretty much let me read a sentence just from each read one. Read the names. Read the names there. You don't have to read the whole thing. Okay. Number one, Citigroup. Number two, Bank of America. Number three, Morgan Stanley. Number four, uh, how do you even say that? Commerce, Commerce Bank. Commerce Bank. Number five, Goldman Sachs. Uh, number six, J.P. Morgan Chase. Number seven, BNY Mellon. All right. Well, a lot of big banks owning stuff, They're making themselves known. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, next news, written by Jeff Benson and Tim Copeland. Here's how much it costs to buy a Tesla with Bitcoin. Lamborghinis have been the traditional status symbol for Bitcoin millionaires. After today, expect to see more crypto influence influencers rolling up in Teslas. When Tesla reported its $1.5 billion purchase of Bitcoin to the U.S. Security Exchange Commission, the electric automaker men uh, mentioned an important detail in the filing. It wasn't just buying thousands of Bitcoin. It was going to start accepting them for its products too. On March 24th, Tesla CEO Elon Musk confirmed that the automaker is now offering Bitcoin as a payment option limited to U.S. customers for the moment, with other countries to follow later in the year. Musk added that the firm that the firm is running its own Bitcoin nodes and will keep the Bitcoin it, re it receives rather than switching it for fiat money, such as U.S. dollars. Dude, that's awesome, man. That is awesome. So how much does it cost for one Tesla? Let's see. It's going to cost you... Uh, to, to, to the top in the brief section. Is it? Oh, there it is. Between one and 2.69 BTC. Yep. So all you got to have is a couple of bit Bitcoin. You can buy a Tesla. <laughs> Man. I finally held onto my bag. See? When you when when you're uh, when you're just getting into crypto, I know from experience what everyone's going through when they first come into crypto. They get those weak hands and they want to sell and and shill and hodl and FOMO into other cryptos and FUD. But overall, just just hodl, man. Diamond hands all the ways. Yep. Next news written by. Andrew S. McCall, podcast on blockchain. Breeze Bitcoin Wallet integrates podcast on Lightning. Ooh. Bitcoin Wallet and payment service provider Breeze has integrated a podcast streaming feature supported by Lightning Network. Ooh, I like that. Hey, guess what we're going to start doing? We're going to migrate over to Breeze. Breeze wants to make it possible to stream payments the same way people stream media and beat fiat at its own game. According to the company's blog post, a player within its within a self-hosted Lightning node will let listeners stream Satoshi to their favorite podcasters. Content creators, in their turn, will have the same kind of freedom, uh, autonomy, and sovereignty that the Cornerstone already enjoys. All right. It's an interesting idea. I don't know if we're... I mean, if so, we can do it. I mean, just <clears throat> add it to the list, right? We're doing library, YouTube... Uh, Anchor, everything Anchor does, and Breeze now. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually going to open up that link. I want to see what it looks like. Cool. 
Keep fast paying Bitcoin. Breeze is the simplest, fastest, and safe way to spend your Bitcoins. Breeze aims to drive Bitcoin adoption at every conference by providing a seamless Bitcoin usage. All powered by Lightning Network. Hmm. Doesn't look like anything about uh, podcasting, but uh, okay, sure. All right, next news. Written by Matthew DeSalvo. Publicly listed uh, Me Too cap uh, Coinbase for $90 million Bitcoin Ethereum buy. Coinbase Institutional, the wing of the cryptocurrency exchange that transacts companies today, announced that it has custody of the $90 million, $90 million Bitcoin and Ethereum snap, uh, snapped up by a tech company, Me Too, this month. Me Too which makes smartphones and selfie apps spent $22 million on Ethereum and $17.9 million on Bitcoin at the start of, at the start of March before buying an additional $28.4 million Ethereum and $21.6 million in Bitcoin two weeks later. Nice. Nice. Quite a bit. Um, I'm sure they, anymore, not that weird to see people spending hundreds of millions of dollars on cryptocurrency. Trying to become the norm, right? It's a good business move. I mean, you could use it as a crutch for business development for like the next two years. And as long as you're still holding on to those funds, hopefully you should be doing pretty well. Or you can even borrow against it out of Celsius, right? Sure. Yeah. <laughs> but, but the real question is, does it re- does Bitcoin really look good uh, in, in, in a mega corp in a mega business? Uh, portfolios account? I think it does now. I mean, now that we've seen you know, the big companies do it. The only example I can give is Overstock a few years ago started taking Bitcoin, except they were converting almost all of it, if not all of it, to fiat right afterwards. And had yeah. they not, they would be substantially stronger in the marketplace now. Mm-hmm. Like very, mm-hmm. very much so. So they kind of, you know, forfeited that. Like, like we all Tesla do. is probably gonna have yeah <laughs> we all formatted forfeited our our potential of having uh billions of dollars literally because Tesla bought only 50,000 Bitcoin right but that was one and a half billion dollars worth of Bitcoin at the time when Bitcoin was only 30 grand and now it's 50 grand <laughs> it's almost doubled their their uh you know potential fiat value yeah Okay, there, John. All right, next news. Next news, written by Scott Tuplina. <laughs> the world's biggest banks have poured trillions into fossil fuels. Report. The world's biggest banks have funded fossil fuels company to the tune of $3.8 trillion since the 2015 Paris Agreement, according to co-authored report published by the Rainforest Action Network. Quote, in the five years since the Paris Agreement, the world's 60 Biggest banks have financed fossil fuels to the tune of $3.8 trillion. The report reads, adding runaway funding for fossil fuels extraction and infrastructure fuels, climate chaos, and threatens the lives and livelihoods of millions. Funding fossil fuels. The report has ranked the world's biggest banks by adding up their financing for the world's fossil fuel sector. The report weighs a bank's performance by coal policy points and oil and gas policy points. Coal is weighed to 80 points, and oil and gas are weighed to 120. What does this even have to do with crypto? I don't understand. I think it's just a loaded article to make it seem like the banks are the bad guys. Yeah, in actuality, like fo- fossil fuels, like today, 
fossil fuels have to exist. Yesterday, fossil fuels have to exist. And if those, corp if those industries are going to exist, they're going to need to be funded by a bank, not funded out of thin air. So this is, this is definitely a loaded article. Yeah. All right, next news, written by Liam Frost. YRX suspends registration for UK customers after FCA dialogue. Crypto-friendly digital payment platform YRX today announced a temporary suspension of registration for new UK users following a constructive dialogue with the country's Financial Conduct Authority, FCA. YRX has announced its decision to voluntarily pause new UK customers of its popular app as of 24th March 2021. YRX wrote, adding, quote, the pause is a temporary measure and follows constructive dialogue with the Financial Conduct Authority. Starting today, UK residents won't be able to sign up for YRX's services while the firm will focus on improving its fifth anti-money laundering directive compliance procedures. The latter should help YRX increase transparency in financial transactions, the firm added. I'll leave it at that. All right. UK Anything news. on that? <laughs> it's UK news. Yeah, UK. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so happy not to live in the UK. <laughs> Next news, written by Andrew Hayward. Bitcoin Rewards app Lolly, I love Lolly. Lolly raises $5 million from uh, Serena Williams, uh, Alexis Ohanian, and more. By the way, I do have a, uh, what is it, uh, a referral link for Lolly. Check it out. Look at the knobs out there listening. Lolly's awesome. It is a, uh, an extension built. You, you can just add the extension to your Brave browser. Uh, Lolly, a crypto startup that makes a web browser extension that allows shoppers to earn free Bitcoin in the form of cashback rewards, announced today that it has raised $5 million pre-Series A funding round that includes an array of well-known investors. 776, the venture capital firm founded by Reddit co-founder Alexis Ohanian, led the round with additional funding from tennis pro Serena Williams, Ohanian's partner, and her own Serena Ventures firm. Additional investors in the round include influencers Casey Neistat, Philip DeFranco, and Cody Co., as well as Night Media, the management company of popular YouTuber Jimmy, Mr. Beast, Donaldson. Wow, Mr. Beast is in on this. Mm. I would be willing to bet that every single one of those investors really enjoys online shopping and has tried Lolly and thought, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. It's just such a great product once you use it. You get you get free coin for having spent money on on using it's kind of like what the crypto version of honey. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah give me a second here. You guys continue talking. I'm trying to get M. M's trying to get into the bot. You know what? Let me uh Unlock. go here real quick. <laughs> Unlock it. Yeah. There you go. Come on in, Agent M from the Men in Black Initiative. Where's he at? Three, two, one, nothing. Three, two, one. Hello. Let's message him real quick. Alright. You coming? We're live, bro. Is he in? That's actually a, the end of the news. Yeah, well we got one Are article. There's one more article. This one more. What can you buy with Bitcoin from a Tesla to trousers? That's really? That's that's pretty much the, that's the Tesla actually, article that's and actually the not, article. That's actually not the end. If you if you load more, there's still a couple more. Oh, okay. Well, that was the last oh, one I saw. All right. Next news written by, well, what's going on here? Written by Dana Phillips and Andrew Hayward. What can you buy with Bitcoin? From a Tesla to Trousers 2021 update. 
Among retail investors, Bitcoin is often regarded as a speculative instrument that may be poised for growth in the future. But Bitcoin was originally designed as a peer-to-peer electronic cash system. In other words, a decentralized payment method enabling holders to manage their own finances and make purchases without relying on government-issued fiat currencies. Although Bitcoin does have the same level of penetration as fiat currencies when it comes to everyday spending, there are already a surprising number of places where you can pay for your purchases with Bitcoin. So with that in mind, here are some of the best ways you can use Bitcoin the way Satoshi Nakamoto intended it, by spending it. A Tesla, all right? Real estate, okay? Clothes, let me see. Uh, actually, you know what? Let me go back up. Tesla, obviously you can go to Tesla, buy that real estate. Which company, let's see. Oh, BitHome, go to BitHome, open house, home just don't forget that bid home if you want to buy a house with 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 bitcoin go to bit home i don't know if, what is that dot com bit home dot ch it's a swiss uh, consulting company ah okay clothing where can you get clothing from mount socks ah <laughs> nice mount nice mount socks.com oh that's awesome look at that that's pretty cool nice okay now uh, let's see a pizza in Venezuela. You can buy it from, what is it? Which company will take it? Pizza Hut is keeping the spirit oh, of the Hut. transaction alive today in Venezuela. So in Pizza Hut, you can buy with crypto. But nice. only in Venezuela, apparently. For now, we'll see what happens. Uh, luxury cars and private jets going to big cars. Auto coin cars. Let's check out bit cars. Bit cars. What's going on here? You can buy a VPN or you can buy web services. Uh, or your next vacation or the world's first Bitcoin watch or gold. Why would I want to buy gold when I have Bitcoin? <laughs> Whoa. No, it's Ems here. Hey there. Have you talked about strike yet? No, we've not started. We're just talking about the news primarily right now. So. Okay. Well, um, I was. Uh, there's apparently this thing called Strike Card, which is uh, a way okay. to buy yeah. basically anything with Bitcoin. Um, it's a Visa debit card that will automatically use your uh, Bitcoin balance for any purchases you want to make. So it'll basically transfer, take your Bitcoin out and put it into fiat to transfer to the uh, vendor, right? I don't even know about the fiat step, but but effectively, yes. Makes sense. I think Gemini I do that too. I do actually have a swipe card. I've never used it, but I did order it. I do own one. Um, but you say strike or strike. swipe? Okay. Strike. This is this is strike s t r i k e yeah oh Not, no there no, may no. be there may be more more than one <laughs> oh, this okay. one I'm, i just recently learned about is called strike oh okay yep gemini does what, next me? gemini actually has a card you can use to to use your your accounts you know funds and then transfer out to fiat to whomever wants it yep all right next news written by tim copeland DeFi exchange SushiSwap faces an $880 million dilemma. The community of decentralized exchange DEX, SushiSwap, is wrestling with the issue of an estimated 47 million tokens worth $880 million that are set to be released from the end of April. 
The concern is that if these tokens are suddenly dumped on the market, the product's token, which only has a $2.3 billion market cap, could be crushed. But on the flip side, if Sushop, uh, what is that word? Ren uh, Reneges. Reneges on the deals and... And some code suggests that the DEX could have the, cap uh, the capability to do so, then it would be a slap in the face to those who bootstrapped the project uh, through its early days. Something that DeFi Pulse co-founder Scott Lewis said would result in a significant uh, degradation. Uh, degradation. Degradation of Sushi's reputation if uh, they ask uh, protocol participants to earn again what is already owed. Hmm. How did this all come about last? Launched on August 28, 2020, SushiSwap is an Ethereum-based decentralized exchange that was originally based on USWAP. It lets people trade tokens directly with other people without interacting with centralized exchanges or other third parties. The exchange uses a native governance token called Sushi. Anyone holding these tokens can stake them, meaning their tokens are locked for up to six months in exchange for rewards. These rewards come in the form of ex-Sushi tokens, which receives trading fees from the exchange and have governance rights, enabling them to vote on changes to the network. In October, Yield Aggregator Harvest Finance, which automatically invests its users' collateral in decentralized finance tokens and offers the highest yield or interest rates, started supporting Sushi, enabling its thousands of users to start investing Sushi. Other protocols, including Pickle Finance, followed suit. So, yeah, I remember that. I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't do nothing with DeFi, man. I stayed out of that chaos. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, especially the ETH version of it, because the ETH version of it now is so expensive. Back in the beginning, I mean, I wouldn't have been disappointed to have gotten in back then if I'd realized what it would be now. But if, if I had a crystal ball, I probably wouldn't be selling now anyways. So. Yeah. All right, next news, written by Matt Husing. Husay, Husay. Tesla's Bitcoin announcement adds uh, billions to crypto markets. When Elon talks Bitcoin, the markets listen. It was no different early in European business hours as the Tesla CEO announced that the company would accept Bitcoin as a form of payment for one of its cars. While that would be enough for markets to take a tick upwards, see, see the Elon effect, the chief executive also announced that the company will keep the money it receives in crypto as crypto. Then things went nuts. Global markets capped had been hovering around $1.6 trillion and suddenly shot up to shot up into the $1.7 trillion range. Within minutes after the announcement, Bitcoin's price headed north. It had been trading sideways around uh, 54000 overnight, but began climbing aggressively and now sits comfortably, comfortably in the 56 k area. And looks like it will continue in the 57 k the, new rippled, uh, the news rippled across the broader markets, lifting Ethereum by 1.3% and Binance by 1.24%. In fact, almost all major cryptocurrencies benefited from the Elon Musk effect by the looks of the price charts. The only product that didn't feel Musk warms embrace was Ripple. As its price cools from earlier gains in the weeks and Uniswap and its ETH-powered markets. Theta Tokens, meanwhile, continues its blistering hot streak as it adds another 26% to its price, the streaming service has been riding, the, riding a wave of popularity since Sony announced it was going to be a node on the network and is now being pulled along by the promise of a stake in token sometime later this year. Nice theta. This is the thing I, I have a problem with in general. Sorry, go ahead, Mike. No, I was just saying oh, I, oh, is it? Sorry. I, yeah, I, was, I was just going to say real quick on, um, on the Tesla news. The other part that I really liked 
and I don't know if you mentioned this earlier in the show, was that um, they are running their own nodes using in-house and open source software. And that's very cool. Um, and that just, I like it just because it just shows how empowering it is to not rely on bank or some other party if you want to do it yourself. You can oh, yeah. Yeah. verify your own transactions. Yeah. I mentioned this with, uh, was it Goldman Sachs that's doing it too? And Fidelity, they're all, I don't know, Mike, you were the one that said Goldman Sachs was was doing it, right? No, F F Fidelity. Fidelity? Okay, Fidelity's Goldman actually yeah, mining their own, sorry. Yeah, Fidelity's mining their own too, so it's not that surprising that these big companies are realizing the value of doing it themselves. But yeah. the, thing, the thing I was going to say is while John was reading that, you know, this comment where it says aggressively climb above 56,000 and 57. I mean, it's only, it's already gone over 60, but the thing that's so sad is literally while I'm looking at this, the video version of it, the price of Bitcoin has dropped back almost back down to 50. Not like that's a big difference, honestly, but a whole market has been downtrending for the last, uh, what, six hours. Um, so this is our, but a scratch. We're on our next bounce. Right. <laughs> this, I'm actually, I'm happy to see things not go up too quickly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. In fact, the more it goes down, the, the cheaper you can get your coins for while you're mining them. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm all not right. disturbed at all. <laughs> yep. Next news written by Scott Chiplinon. Engine is trying to make NFTs more environmentally friendly. Blockchain company Engine is partnering with social gaming platform Ludena Protocol to integrate eco-friendly NFTs into Game Talk Talk, a social gaming app in South Korea. Engine and Ludena Protocol will work together trying to boost Game Talk Talk engagement and developing carbon-neutral NFTs within the app. We're thrilled to work, quote, we're thrilled to work with Game Talk Talk to bring carbon neutral NFTs to the 3 million users, said Engine C CEO Maxim Blagov. He added that the project aims to illustrate how NFTs are create, creating highly engaged communities that drive new users to games in a uh, sustainable way. Absolutely, man. That's the next wave of NFTs, man. Like I said, like I was saying, uh, was it a podcast ago, two podcasts ago, that NFTs, there's so much stuff you can do. It's basically, smart contracts, right? There's so much you can do with smart contracts. Yep. I think it's very, very clever that the new pitch for proof of stake now is that it's carbon neutral. <laughs> oh, yeah. Really, that's some good marketing right there. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, that was something that was talked about even before when they very first mentioned it, especially for Ethereum. They're like, hey, well, you know, uh, it doesn't really take all this proof of work mining. Yeah, we knew that. But what about the people who are mining? And, the, you know, that was the whole point of having proof of work. So you didn't have these people. One of the comments that was made, I think, in December when they opened ETH 2.0 up so people could start staking was the number of people who owned not just 32, but 3,200 or 32,000 Ethereum. And we're willing to stake all of that just to have an immense number of nodes available to them when, when 2.0 went, went live or fully live and they cut off all the proof of workers. So it's kind of like, eh, <laughs> I guess that's good. But I mean, how many of those people are in China? I'm not saying I hate China. It's not that at all. It's just, does, does that mean that China is going to own Ethereum? China. All right, I'd, next news. I'd, I'd, look, oh, I'd love to see... Um... I'd just love to see how much energy it takes for banks to operate too. I, I don't know if there's any kind of report on that, but just traditional banks 
they're big. They've got a lot of people. Um, they have their own infrastructure to support all the people. Um, that's not cheap either. Oh, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. Yeah, but, but their jobs, right? I mean, I guess technically mining is a job too, but it's more of a job for computers than it is for people explicitly. But yeah, you're right. It's the same thing as I think a good analogy was um, prior to electric cars really being a thing from Tesla, um, GM used to tout how much power it took. Or it was GM? Yeah, it was GM. How much power it took to manufacture their cars. They no longer talk about that if you take a tour of their factory. <laughs> Not surprised. <laughs> All right, we got two articles left. Next news written by Will Gatzingen. Blockchain.com raises $300 million at $5.2 billion valuation. Crypto services company Blockchain.com has raised $300 million in Series C financing. The company announced on Wednesday that funding round was led by Yuri Milner's DST Global, along with Lightspeed Venture Partners and VY Capital. Blockchain.com's announcement comes on the heels of a $120 million raise last month in what the firm called a strategic growth round. At the time, Fortune reported that the company was worth $3 billion. Now, Blockchain.com is touting a post-money valuation of $5.2 billion. The company says it is highly profitable and that uh, and that acquisitions could be on the way. With one of the most significant balance sheets in the industry, we plan to aggressively expand the products we offer our customers, uh, grow our global team, and pursue M&A opportunities and bring exciting new products and ideas into the company. Blockchain.com CEO Peter Smith said in the release. Mm-mm-mm. I haven't used uh, blockchain.com, so yeah. I'm going to talk about that. I think they make a comment. Didn't Alex Mashinsky announce how much the valuation of Celsius was? Wasn't it like $8 billion recently in his most recent video? Uh, I think it was, yeah, actually. You're right. Assets, you're right. Assets yeah. under management was like $8 billion. I was like, well, I mean, it's not their you know, money, can... but... That out right now. Go to celsius.network. Scrolling down about halfway. Let's see. Everything's public, man. So for the cryptonauts out there, if you want to know what Celsius is doing, they are not shy of telling 3.1. you exactly what. It says 3.1. So Coin says Celsius network valued at 3.1 billion independent review. Um, Alpha Sigma Capital. So I was wrong. Not quite. It's close to the same amount. Um, I mean, I'm not saying a billion dollars is more money than I'll probably ever see in my lifetime unless one of these coins pays off. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. It, so it, if you go to salesforce.network right now, they are holding $10 billion. That's a lot of coin. AUM is $10 billion. That's very impressive. That's a lot. Blockchain.com is actually my favorite place to check uh, all the mining stats and information on Bitcoin. Yep. Like same. the hash rate. Mm-hmm. Hey, nice. is there is there an equivalent for Raven? I know there used to be, but uh, that site got shut down. Or Bitcoin.network, right? Yeah. Um, CC Cryptoscope is the best one I found that has like. The, the most stats like coin distribution, hash rate, and stuff like that. Okay. But there's none I, as good as blockchain.com. That is a really nice one. There used to be a, some guy was running one called 
raven.info or something like that and it was beautiful let's but, hold m uh, m let's hold the raven uh sorry for afterwards. <laughs> last news last news article of the day we are we're actually recording right now i forgot to tell you we're recording uh other than Hammatcher wrote uh elon musk you you can now buy a tesla with bitcoin did i say that wrong that doesn't sound right elon musk said quote you can now buy a tesla with bitcoin for the third time in this news session <laughs> it's it's all it's all the rage, right? Yeah. Tesla CEO Elon Musk announced today on Twitter that the EV manufacturer has begun accepting payment for its range of like uh, electric cars in Bitcoin. A Bitcoin payment button has uh, appeared on the Tesla website. Notably, the Tesla chief executive added that it will hold any Bitcoin paid to the company rather than converting it to fiat currency. It will be added to the cryptocurrency reserves uh, the car maker already holds. Earlier this year, Tesla bought $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. In its February SEC filing, the company said that it intends to accept payments in Bitcoin for its products, including its cars. In the near future, Tesla took six weeks to uh, fulfill its pledge. Musk also revealed that Tesla is using only internal and open source software and operates Bitcoin nodes directly. He added that Tesla customers outside the U.S. will be able to pay in Bitcoin later this year. Lambo versus Tesla. Bitcoin's price reacted favorably to the news coming back over 55000 having lost ground earlier this week in recent weeks musk tweets about about both bitcoin and joke crypto dogecoin have helped <laughs> to move the markets but as the price of bitcoin rises uh, uh commentators have pointed out that very few people like uh, are likely to take tesla up on its offer because they want to hold on to their bitcoin as an investment Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Why would you want to trade a Tesla that's going to only go down in value for Bitcoin, which will inevitably go up? <laughs> yep. Indeed. I mean, I'll, I'll trade Ethereum for it, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's wise. <laughs> so that is that, Kryptonauts. Where, where, where's, where's, uh, where's Bitcoin at right now? Bitcoin's at 52, 52K. Mm -mm -mm. Ethereum at 1500 Binance. Well, not not exactly. We're rounding off. Binance at 24, uh, 246. And Cardano, what is what is? I can't even scroll over there, can I? That's weird. Can you scroll over to Cardano? How do I even see the numbers on Cardano? View all. Oh, here we go. Whoa. Okay, I didn't want all that. 244. Cardano 107. Time to buy some Cardano, some ADA. All right, Cryptonauts. That's it. Uh, Jake Jabarelli, CEO of Jabarelli Farms. Find him at jabarelli.com. They have Kryptonaut Mike. Of course, every single time I do a podcast, a dog always a dog. barks. <laughs> always barks. Uh, Seriously, it's it's like it's like time. Every single podcast that I do, the, the, the dog always barks. Um, uh, Kryptonaut Mike. Find him on. What would you prefer, uh, Discord or uh, Telegram? Uh, Discord. Ravencoin Discord. Um, I I know we see you very active in the developers. Uh, all right, right. What's that? It's probably because we've stolen Mike no. over here, so he's not there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I I normally I normally see you uh, answering a bunch of questions in regards to Ravencoin on the uh, panel. That want to know more about Ravencoin, definitely about that. We got Agent M from the Men in Black Initiative. Sorry. M? 
Yes. Oh. Uh, you're breaking up for me. Sorry. Yeah, he's breaking up for me. No worries. Where can uh, what kind of cryptonauts find you if they want to talk to you? Uh, actually, what what what's the best thing if somebody wants to reach out to you and ask you questions? What what do you feel comfortable answering regarding blockchain? Uh, I don't know how to how to summarize that, but if they want to talk about if they want to just ask me general questions about mining and um things like things like that you know they're gonna find me on uh raven coin community i much like mike i don't i don't post a lot there anymore um i used to post a ton when i was in the mine pool group uh while they were still active uh, but i'm still there i still look there so yep nice. i want to say hi all right please do I think one of the ways we could uh, in the future, John, is to consider things like Cointree. I use Cointree for my links on my on my podcast, so if people want to get a hold of me yeah. there, um, we could just give our Cointree links in the future. I don't know if you guys, if Mike or, or M use that, but it's a nice way to post links to things you want people to know about, and it's crypto supported. And of course, you can put your crypto tips there if people want to tip you in Bitcoin or Ether or whatever. Raven. I did um, see your coin tree. I saw your coin tree on library. So also, if you want to see some of Jake's uh, videos, check out library. What is it? LBRY dot IO? Uh, no, I think it's not TV. You can also get to it with Odyssey. Odyssey.com is where most people go now. Odyssey.com. That's yeah. right. All right. So with that said, Kryptonauts, thank you, Mike. Thank you, M. Thank you, Jake, for being on the podcast, talking some crypto news of the day. With that said, stack, sats, and hodl. Adiós.